Hey girl, you ready for some much needed alone time? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where the relentless, shameless, and bold thrive. And just one thing, remember, always tell yourself the truth. Hey now, yes, 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 you guys, it is your girl. Your favorite cousin-in-law, Sarah J, the CEO, founder, and speaker of the Sincerely Shameless podcast, and I am over the moon right now. You want to guess why I'm over the moon? Don't worry. I don't want to stress you out. I'll tell you. This is the season finale of the very first season of the Sincerely Shameless podcast, and I am just wowed. I am wowed for a multitude of reasons, but one of them and the biggest of them is because I am getting to taste finishing. If you've never started anything, you'll never know the value and the sweet, savoring taste of finishing. Oh, but those who start and finish a good thing knows that this moment right here is big, but then there's this looming little thing around the corner that says to start again. So you guys, welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless podcast. I'm extremely excited to have you here. Thank you so much for sticking with me for all nine episodes. And um, I hope we've gotten to get to know each other a lot better. Um, Also, I kind of want to give you guys a rundown, the skinny of what happened. So this is the last episode of season one. I am going to take two weeks off to um, prepare for season two. Um, And then we're going to get this party started. My hope and prayer is to have some guests come on and um, laugh together. My hope is that you guys submit some wow women, women of the week um, through the Shameless Brand blog. And um, yeah, slide in my DMs with it so that we'll have an opportunity to connect with one another. So those are some things you guys can look forward to. I look forward to resting this throat of mine. (laughs) And then I look forward to coming back and kicking it with you. But enough about that. I just wanted to say this has been phenomenal. But then we also still have a season finale episode. And you guys, it is my hope that it's action-packed. So let's get into it. Guys, so you know how we do it. We've, we've, We've gotten accustomed. We got a structure going. Amen. Okay, so this week's word of the week is start. I know we briefly just spoke about that a few seconds ago about the sweet, savoring taste of finishing, but I kind of want to talk about starting. And um, the cool thing about starting is you can start anywhere. There is no destination start. Destination start is when you when you put your mind to it. So I remember having a conversation with my older sister. I have an older sister and I have a younger sister. So I was ha- talking with my older sister and my older sister is just phenomenal. 
her name is Jonte. If, if you met her, cool, you know what it is. But my older sister is like my superhero. She would beat people up for me. Gotta love that, okay? <laughs> she would sometimes beat me up too because, you know, sometimes you just gotta get, you know, the paws put on you. I'm kidding. I'm not. But, um, but ultimately, she was just committed. My older sister is one of those people when she finally decides to do a thing, she commits on a thing, right? So um, she has been at her job for, God, probably like nine years. And I admire that about her because I've had about nine jobs. <laughs> The, like this decade. And I will quit a job if you look at me funny, because I'm like, that is not the se- level of peace of mind that I signed up for. And that's just not what the Lord told me to do. So I just no longer can see myself working here for you. My older sister knows how to get in the trenches. You can look wrong, breathe wrong. She's like, I'm still gonna work my job because I got bills. I admire that. The interesting side is my sister actually wants to be an entrepreneur. And we have a conversation, and trust me, you guys, I got her permission about this, Um, but we have a conversation like twice a year where we talk about passion. And she's like, you know, Sarah, I'm ready to quit my job. I'm ready to step out and do something different. And I'm like, okay, so what you think? And she's like, you know, she's one year and she was like, um, makeup artist. I said, okay, how's that going? She was like, girl, I don't want to do that. And like the next year she was like, all right, I'm about to sell bundles. I was like, okay, sis, go ahead and do it. Um, this recently over the past couple of weeks, she said, you know, I was thinking about bondsmen. I was like getting people out of jail. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. So while in the middle of TJ Maxx, because I was looking for some candles, um, I'm having this conversation with my sister, very intimate conversation. And it, it dawned on me, to ask her, what is she passionate about? I said, what is it that you're passionate about? She's like, well, you know, you know, Sarah, like I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm like, no, like, what is it that you're passionate about? And then she said, okay, well maybe you should define what passion is. I said, you know, passion is a thing that is not taught, that's easily expressed and that you can do it in your sleep and it doesn't feel like work. So she took a moment and she kind of thought about it. And she was like, you know, Sarah, I do love working out. I was like, yeah, I mean, you're a beast when it comes to the gym. She's like, do you think that's something? I was like, well, yeah, that's passion. Um, She gets up every morning for an hour and commits herself to working out because she believes and knows that when she loves her body on the outside and in, that she can love others. And that's real passion, you know? So... I kind of want to pause right there and kind of segue a little to the right. So a lot of times we talk about starting, right? We talk about, you know, I'm going to start this business and, you know, I'm going to start this, I'm going to start that. And then um, it fizzles and we're like, hey, you know, I lost motivation. I lost momentum, but really you didn't lose motivation or momentum because you're still doing all the other things that you need to do. Perhaps you started something that you weren't passionate about. So a lot of times we start these things that we're not passionate about, and then we look at it as a failure. When actuality, when you start what you're passionate about, it's continual success. Yes, you can see success in things that you aren't passionate about for my like for myself. I, I like I can do a lot of things. I love to clean houses. 
I'm passionate about that. Have I started my own cleaning business? Not yet. I love to decorate houses. Am I passionate about it? Absolutely. Have I started a home decor business? No. I'm passionate about writing. You guys, I have had about nine blogs. I'm not quitting. That's going to be something I'm going to do because I'm passionate about it. I dream about writing. I sleep and I wake up and I'm ready to write. Like I have dreams of being a New York Times bestseller. So I know that's something I'm passionate about and I do it effortlessly. Um, speaking and encouraging, it doesn't take anything for me to do it. It's a natural thing. So it's kind of a gift. So I know we said the word of the week was starting, but before we start, because I don't want you to hear this podcast and like, okay, Sarah J is going on break. I got, I'm going to go get my stuff started in two weeks. I'm about to go start something new, but you're starting something that you're not passionate about. You'll feel defeated in two weeks. <laughs> You'll feel deflated in three weeks. And you're like, I ain't starting nothing else because I keep failing. Um, versus starting something that you're passionate about. So um, this week and the coming weeks while we're on break, I want to encourage you to start within your passion. And you can start anywhere. You know, I remember speaking to you guys in previous podcasts about this podcast, you know, I was given Sincerely Shameless, but that was about it. And I didn't have the structure or the bones. I just had the heartbeat of it. I mean, I had no bones. I had no skin. I didn't know where to go with it. And it wasn't until the third and fourth ep episode, the podcast itself began to unveil what was structure for it. And I just made sure I took notes to make sure that I implemented that. So just, I, I want to encourage us to start, start within our passion and go from there. And I guarantee you, you'll never work another day in your life. I mean, you'll go, you'll go to work, but when you do it in your passion, you're not really working it because it feels like passion. Y'all get what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, start anywhere, guys. <music> All right, guys. So now we're at the second portion of the episode, and it is really the word of wisdom. So the word of wisdom this week is safe places. I know we're going on a two-week break. We're going to, you know, have some time to sort of kind of collect our thoughts and kind of pull ourselves together. But during this time, I kind of want us to think about what our safe places look like. And this word of wisdom is similar to the word of the week because you can't necessarily gauge your safe places unless you know where you are. So a little background about myself. So growing up, I um, was raised in, you know, a very aggressive, um, combative, yelling, unstable household. And as a child, it is a very hard thing to take in. So in order to excel, I found it easier to embellish on stories from my household when with my friends in elementary and middle and high school. Um, you know, I would volunteer my mom to bake cupcakes. 
you know, they'd be like, you know, who's, you know, anybody's parents can bring cupcakes. I remember saying, oh, my mama bake homemade cupcakes. That's what she does. Now, if you know anything about my mom, she's not going to bake nothing. <laughs> she's not baking anything. So um, I get home and I tell her, I'm like, hey, mom, I volunteered you to bake homemade cupcakes for all of my classmates and they need it tomorrow at 7 a.m. I remember my mother going off on me so bad that I don't think I ever volunteered her for anything else. However, she did do it. No, she didn't bake. She went to Kroger and bought cupcakes. But she reminded me that she is not that type of mother and that she's not bringing any cupcakes and she doesn't do anything homemade and don't volunteer her for anything else. And I remember that. So my classmates got to see that my mom was this like amazing mom. She brought in cupcakes. You know, we put on a nice front and then we went on about our day. From that moment, I remember having to or feeling like I had to keep that up, you know, keeping up this facade that my family wasn't who my family was. And honestly, you guys, it started a really bad habit of lying. Like at first it was embellishment, like, oh, you know, she said, girl, what you doing? Really, it was more like, girl, what the mother, bleep, bleep, bleep to, oh, my mom kisses me on the forehead before I go to bed. And that did not happen. <laughs> it never happened, right? So it started from embellishment to lying, and then it just got habitual, you know? And I didn't realize that I had started doing this thing and it had manifested to a beast that became kind of unattained, or tamed until I started dating the guy I fell in love with. So here I am, 19 years old. I have the reality of what really happened. And then I have created this storyline in my mind that makes it easier for me, more palatable to live with. And now I'm dating someone. So this person's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet your family. If they're anything like you, they're going to be phenomenal. I'm like, oh my gosh, my family is the best thing before sliced bread for sure. Like before. And it's like, oh my gosh, really? I'm like, listen, if you think you're in love with me, oh my gosh, you're going to fall in love with my family. And um, I'm like, you know, we're, we're, we're fun, we're, we're loving, we're laughable, we have a good time, it's awesome, it's amazing, all that in a bag of potato chips with a Coke on the side, the whole nine. And so he actually meets them. So he actually meets my family, and I remember him looking at me wide-eyed, like twitching to the left, <laughs> and he pulled me to the side and told me, your family is crazy. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, Sarah, they are not nice people. They are, you know, very like rambunctious, like anything goes, y'all talk to each other any old kind of way. And I'm just like, well, I know because that's how the family is. And, um, you know, this was 10 years ago, but I'm like, this is just who we are. And he's like, Sarah, this is unhealthy. And I didn't understand, but I can say when you're in the thick of it 
it's harder to understand because you're in versus outside looking in. And so I'm thinking he's crazy. I'm like, if you can't get on a space table and cuss everybody out like we do, then you don't need to play. If you ain't down to go in a screaming match for me because I know I'm right and you wrong, then we don't need to be together. And he's like, no, Sarah, that's that's kind of not good. So to speed the story along, what ends up happening, obviously, we break up, right? Because who's about to do that? But I got an opportunity to look into my family from the outside versus being in. And I literally, you guys, created this whole storyline that my mind began to believe. And it wasn't out of malicious intent. It was for safety. I couldn't thrive knowing that that's who my family was and still become the woman I am today. I had to shape things differently so that I could move forward or else I would have been so ashamed, so guilted and just not growing. So when we talk about safe places, I kind of want to give you guys that as a background, but when we talk about safe places, we have to assess why we do the things that we do so that we can create safe places with others. You know, now I'm at this tender age of 30, I can sit with my girlfriends and say, you know, I never understood comfort eating, but today I want to comfort myself with eating, you know, um, And I can have safe places and friends who are able to say, this is a moment in time, not the time of the entirety of her life. And this is how she treats it. So whatever that may be, you know, a lot of this is then from like narcissism or, you know, compulsive lying, acceptance, um, lacking of accountability and apologizing. Those things have roots. And, um, You can't be a safe place if you don't acknowledge those. And then you won't have a safe place because you can't accept those areas of your life. So I encourage you on our break and just, you know, for the rest of this week is to think about where your safe places are. Are you safe? You know, do you find yourself judgmental? Do you find yourself highly critical Do you have tough conversations and treat people with love or can you have tough conversations? Do you like to apologize or do you not? You know, those types of things. And then you look at your friends or your safe places and start to qualify against them. You say, well, you know, me and you, we do lunch really well. We do dinner really well, but you don't really take accountability. Therefore, you're not a safe place because I might find myself in an emotional bind based on an encounter you and I had. And if I tell you this, you may call me sensitive in return versus saying, I apologize, though that was not the intent. Those types of things. So wear your safe places, get you some safe places, and don't forget to be a safe place and return. Hey, we are at the close, y'all. We are at the close of our last wow of the last episode of season one. And that is 
where we acknowledge the woman of the week. The woman of the week is nominated through the shamelessbrand.com blog and or a simple slide in my DMs, basically telling me about this woman and what they're doing in the community, whether it be entrepreneurship, leadership, fashion, spirituality, motherhood, travel club, or just absolutely walking in love and light. So this week's woman of the week goes to a girlfriend of mine who has become very close to me in just a short, probably three, four weeks, you guys. Her name is Jade, and I want to pronounce it right, Selby. And I met her through a mutual client of mine because when I'm not podcasting and training the world on how to be better um, (laughs) guest-centric people, I do hair. So I met her through a mutual client, and when she walked in the door, I knew it was on. I knew me and this woman was going to share a lot of things from like similarities, differences, cultures, ideals, um, business, life, love, relationship, the whole nine. And so we spent six hours just having a good time. And she is a blogger as well. She is a very talented writer and she has her own blog. And I would love for you guys to check her out. You can find her um, on Instagram, um, at Jade Selby, or you can find her on her website at gymtalk.com. You guys, she is phenomenal. I think she is crushing it. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's Sincerely Shameless podcast where the relentless, shameless, and bold thrive. If you would like to enter for a submission for the woman of the week, please be sure to visit www.theshamelessbrand.com and click under Sincerely Shameless section and enter yourself, or you can leave a comment. We'll do the research on our end. I really hope to see you next week. And oh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I want to connect. I can be found at I underscore am underscore written. And on Twitter, she so shameless, two O's in the so. See you guys next week.